Sinners and Saints. Dust off those horns and halos. It's time for Alec After Dark. Sinners and Saints, how you doing this evening? I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're feeling sexy. I hope you're looking good and feeling fabulous and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was a lot of words there for an intro, wasn't it? Wow. I guess I'm in one of those moods again. You know how I am sometimes. And um, fuck. That's about how I feel <laughs> right now. I guess I just feel like fuck. I don't know. <laughs> There's been a few things, of course, in the news this past week. One in particular that's really kind of got me irked. Leave it to Tennessee to lead the nation in gay bashing laws, ordinances, and just downright shittiness toward the LGBTQIA community. God, just fucking leave us alone. But they won't. They're just determined to make people miserable. They really do want to target and demonize people that are not like them. What I'm getting at here is it really kind of flew under the radar, probably because Murfreesboro, Tennessee is not exactly a metropolitan area, but it seems that back in, I believe it was in June, they passed an ordinance that bans quote unquote indecent behavior including, quote-unquote, indecent exposure, public indecency, lewd behavior, nudity, or sexual conduct. Well, the term sexual conduct appears in the city's, it appears in the city code under section 2172. The city code states that sexual conduct includes homosexuality. And the purpose of this ordinance is that if you are found to have violated that ordinance, you would be banned from hosting a public event from selling any kind of product or service in any public event for two years. And if you quote unquote violate it in the presence of minors, you're banned for five years. Now, what the hell is that supposed to do? How do you prove homosexuality? I've always been puzzled by how, you know, it's like how they define pornography. They say it can't really be defined, but you know it when you see it. So how is that going to work in this case? Now, granted, the ACLU has already filed lawsuits. There's a, a hold, a pause on the ordinance, and there's multiple lawsuits coming up. They were targeting, I think, the Pride Parade and the Pride festivities in Murfreesboro, which you think about capitalism and how much money the pride festivities bring to a community, you'd think they'd want those dollars, but I don't know why they wouldn't, but I guess they have their reasons. I guess homosexuality is just one step too far when it comes to their lust for money, but a lot of them have lust for Peter, don't they? <laughs> or something like that. Jesus, this is going off the rails right off the bat. And I promise you, sinners, saints, I am not drinking and I am not high. I promise. It just sounds that way. Oh, sorry. I am drinking Diet Pepsi, but you all should know that already. You know, it's like in, in countries that have a majority Muslim population. It's interesting how I've noticed in, well, in some Asian cultures and also in a lot of Arab nations, men who are best friends seem to hold hands in public. Well, how do you differentiate best friends from a gay couple? 
how do you do that? I, I'm just curious. I mean, do you violate the tradition of masculine friendship when you deem them homos for holding hands? I mean, I just don't know how you do that. It's almost like you're posturing with this ordinance to prove to someone that you're trying to defeat the devil or whatever to get those votes. It, it just seems like they could be spending their time figuring out how to fund their schools and to better protect people with a well-trained police department, helping your fire department with funding. There's so many other things to worry about than whether or not two people are gay. And I'll guarantee you, in a, a city like that that passes such an ordinance, you know that they are sexist, too. If it was two women that were doing a gay thing in public, I'll guarantee you most of the guys on that city council wouldn't do a damn thing about it. I bet you they beat off to lesbian porn when they're at home. You know how they are, bunch of nasty fucks. But I digress. I really wasn't wanting to talk about things that are political, but once again, like I've said, it's not political when it's our lives we're talking about. <laughs> A discussion came up the other night at happy hour that just had me thinking again. Like you guys know, I use the podcast as my soapbox sometimes. One of the arguments like this ordinance in Murfreesboro, they always originate from some church or religion in the area. One of their arguments about homosexuality that they try to make to prove that it's a sin is that it's a choice that we choose to be gay. We somehow, some at some point, sit down and go, you know what? I think I want to suck dick. <gasps> and I always wondered, do they really understand how stupid it sounds when they say that it's a choice? I'm going to kind of lay it out here for you based on what I believe. So when I hear the word choice, I think that for me, what choice means is that you have at least two options that are equally appealing, at least two. You would be willing to pick either one, but for some reason you pick one over the other. If that was true, if it really was a choice, then it would mean that everybody on the planet is bisexual. You would find each option equally appealing. I don't know why they don't see that when they argue that point. I guess their argument is, is that since everybody's supposed to be heterosexual, that if you're not, you've chosen not to be heterosexual. Well, I choose not to be heterosexual because I was born gay. Does that answer that question for you, bitch? Uh, what the hell? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. How can they not understand that? Because I've asked people when they've kind of asked me about when I chose to be gay, and I asked them, well, when did you choose to be straight? Did you sit down with yourself and go, I think I'll be a hetero? Most of them, when they're being honest with themselves, will say, well, I never chose. I just, it was just who I was. And then that's when you have to peg them and say, well, why do you think that I chose? A good friend of mine years ago, we were talking about his struggles with his family, his parents. His mother had confronted him and said that he was choosing to be gay at the expense of his own family. And he actually, in frustration, kind of pushed back on his mother and said, well, you know what? You know what? I could choose to be with a woman. I would try. I'd be miserable because it's not who I am. And she would be miserable because I'd be lying to her. But sure enough, you guys would be all happy, right? It doesn't matter if I'm happy or if she was happy. It just matters that you're happy. And I can totally relate to that. 
because I believe I've told you before, especially in the South, and I'm not the only one, but if I am, then I'd be shocked. But in my case, my family was embarrassed about what other people would say because they felt like it wouldn't be just about me. They would say things about the entire family for having a gay son. You know what? They're probably right. Well, actually, they were right because in the conflicts within my family, I'm the one who always gets brought up as the failure. And it just cracks me up because I'm the most successful, but in their eyes, I'm the biggest loser. (laughs) And I do find it hilarious that when we talk about choice, I always make the argument about religion. Religion is a choice. You can choose any religion to practice or choose none at all. And yet, It's protected under the Constitution. So if religion is a choice and it's protected and you're accusing gay people of choosing, well, why isn't that choice protected? To me, we should make homosexuality a religion and get the same protections and and rights as they have. Just a thought. I remember years ago, and I wonder, guys, if you have you ever gotten this question, too, from Someone who probably is just naive or ignorant, but it comes off as being just a total douchebag. I was talking to someone and I was basically showing them pictures. Well, there was a picture of two of my friends and and they were about to kiss. And she asked, well, which one of them is the woman? Even my other straight friends that were right there with us turned and looked at her and were like, what? Some people cannot see the world outside of their own thinking. They just cannot do it. And you just want to smack them upside the head and say, okay, so are you saying that in a heterosexual relationship that the couples choose which one's the woman and which one's the man? I'm sure they do in some couples and that's great. Get freaky with it, baby. Go ahead and have at it. But it's just so funny how they have to put in these, it's almost like they plug in a formula and say that everything has to fit into that formula. Like A plus B plus C equals D or whatever, that everything has to fit that program. And they just cannot, for the life of them, get their brains to think outside of that box that they're in. Should I expect anything more from people? especially here? Probably not, honestly. I'm sorry, too. I hope there's not much background noise on this episode, but I'm moving around a lot for some reason. I'm a a little bit jittery for whatever reason, and I guess I'm just uptight over this topic and my frustrations with people. I just wish people wouldn't be this way. I just wish they wouldn't. I mean, live in your own little boxed up life, but don't try to put all of us in that same box with you. It has to be very depressing to be so, what's the word? I almost want to say warped, but I'll say misinformed and not understanding of how nature works. I mean, obviously, nature has other intentions. You know, I think I have mentioned this in a previous episode, but I remember sitting in church one day and the the minister who always, every so often, would start preaching on homosexuality And he had looked straight at me. I don't know. What do you think that was? You think it was probably because I uh, fucked his son? Maybe. Just saying. But anyway, I got off the subject there. He, one, one morning at service, he says this. He says, if it's against nature, it's against God. I was just like, I had, I actually almost laughed out loud because 
It isn't against my nature. It is my nature. So therefore, it is okay with God if you believe in God. And for some reason, they believe that homosexuality only exists in homo sapiens. There are many, many different species of animals that engage in in homosexual behavior. And it's so funny, being a farm boy, I can remember we had two hens, okay, that they were a couple. They would lay their eggs together. They would sit on their eggs together. They would hatch them together. All they used the rooster for is for the sperm, I'm telling you, to fertilize their eggs, and he was done. And they were a couple. And I always feared that my father would want to kill one of them or both of them, but they didn't. They just behaved like, well, that's just what they're doing, and they're providing us eggs, so we're good. I was so frustrated. I'm like, if you're so willing to accept two hens, two chickens, why can't you accept your own son? <laughs> you know? I mean, am I that far off base with that? I don't think so. I really don't think so. But it's hilarious how people don't realize how hypocritical they really are when it comes especially to the topic, the subject of homosexuality. You know, the last week the discussion was about, well, my previous love life. And I I did date a man very seriously who was married to a woman. And it always, I, I think about that a lot. And I think, boys, you can give me a, an amen here if you want to. But I don't know a single gay man who hasn't had a hookup with a man married to a woman. We've all done it, I believe. And some of us, me included, have done it with several. You know, because if your intention is just to get your rocks off and you don't want a relationship or anything else, it's very easy to hook up with men who are married to women who are are lying to their wives because they're just wanting the connection to a man without having to sacrifice the image of being in a heterosexual marriage with children, don't want to piss off the in-laws, don't want to piss off the pastor, don't want the neighborhood busybodies or the HOA to find out that you're down on all fours with a dick in your mouth. I wonder, I don't have to wonder, can you imagine how much better life would be for people if they weren't so beaten down with all the negative opinions and hostility toward homosexuality. I hear the right wing complaining more and more in the media about how, well, they accuse us of of converting uh, younger people into homosexuality, into being gay or bi or whatever. What it is is that because society is becoming more accepting, they feel less fear in coming out. The number of people, the percentages of people who are gay, LGBTQIA, have always been higher than people believe. We were always, it was always in these same numbers for all these decades. It's just that go back 25, 30 years ago, and it was almost, well, it was dangerous to come out sometimes. You just never knew what the result would be. All of us have faced that, even though I was lucky. I had a lot of acceptance in my life, but I have had a ton of of hate and negativity directed at me. And it's not fair. I mean, my God, honestly, I did not choose to be gay. I knew it before I even had a word for it. I was different. I don't know why I am. It's genetic for some reason. It is. 
people can say it's how you're brought up. It's it's societal exposure. It's family, whatever. Okay, I'm a farm boy from the Bible Belt of the United States. A bunch of hillbillies, rednecks, Bible-beaten assholes. I don't see how my upbringing would have made me any more likely to be heterosexual. But I don't know how it could have changed me either way, you know, because it can, because those things are somehow, it's in the genes, right? Designer genes. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. But hear me out just for one minute here or whatever. Is it not possible in terms of science, of biology, that nature itself needed ways to keep population under control and therefore through evolution created a percentage of homo sapiens that were same-sex oriented to keep populations under control. Is it not a possibility that nature itself doesn't want all people to breed and reproduce? That a logical way to help reduce through natural means is having a percentage of the population that are same-sex oriented, homosexual, or just queer and gay like I am. Doesn't that make sense? I think it makes sense that nature itself intended for certain a certain percentage of people to be gay in order to help curb population growth. To me, it makes absolute sense. And it does fit in the way science works, doesn't it? I think so. Boy, I really wanted to drive that point home, didn't I? <laughs> so enough of the preaching for this episode. I have some good news to share. And I couldn't be happier. On my regular visit to the grocery store, I was absolutely happily shocked to see my Mohawk guy back. And apparently he had let his hair grow. And so his hair was covering the tattoo and he was wearing different types of clothes. And so I didn't even recognize him last week, but apparently during the week he got his hair cut again and I come around a corner going down the cereal aisle and lo and behold, there he was and all that masculine beauty. Oh, he's just a fine looking man. That mohawk and that tattoo just makes him look like such a badass. And when he smiles, it just makes me want to melt all over him. But I was so happy to see him. It actually made my day. It improved my day. And I wonder, I really do sound like a stalker, don't I? And that is definitely not my intention. I wonder how he feels. He might be afraid of me, you know, even though he could knock me down and throw me around like a rag doll. I'd enjoy that too much, but, you know, he could if he wanted to. So sometimes people get thrown off by another person who looks at them and smiles and maybe implies an attraction to them through a look. Trust me, I was given a look, I promise. Hey, we may die in the next 10 minutes. I kind of want him to know that he, I kind of want him to know that I appreciate how he looks. You know, I'm not ogling. I look at him once and offer a smile and keep on going. Maybe eventually I'll have the balls to say hello. It just isn't that time yet. But isn't it, I think just bringing the subject back full circle, it is actually my choice on whether or not I tell him and when 
I tell him, isn't that right? Can I get an amen up in here? Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Alan After Dark. I hope you've had fun. I hope you've been entertained and maybe challenged with my thoughts and presentation. Remember, take life by the balls and be real. We'll see you soon. Thank you.